0: What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jocelyn Anderson, with another edition of Undefined with Jocelyn Anderson, hosted by yours truly. And of course, today, We have a very special guest, new Denver Broncos defensive and Frank Clark in the building, fresh off of his new signing with the Denver Broncos. We are doing this just hours after that in the evening. Frank Clark is in L.A., back from the White House, all that other stuff. Um, So it's going to be a very special conversation. Looking forward to it. We know he's a two-time Super Bowl champ. We're going to get into all his proper accolades in the introduction after that. So we'll set the table up. As you know, I've talked to Frank Clark multiple times over his career as a Seattle Seahawk, as a Kansas City Chief, coming into the league. So this is like an ongoing conversation with us. And as Frank always says, when he and I talk, it's always about the real, real. So you're going to hear everything from his what happened with Kansas City city who, uh, you know, kind of persuaded him to come to Denver to why the day was so emotional uh, for him today that people don't even know why today was bittersweet despite, you know, having a a blessing of a day with the new signing. So, so much to listen to. Make sure you do that. But before you do that, you can find my podcast, Undefined with Josina Anderson, on the Odyssey app. I'm putting season three um, in the feed for the crew as well. Um, If you want to look at past episodes, just go on my website, Undefined with you can find it within the crew pod on odyssey and you can also find um undefined with josina anderson as as a separate pod as well just wherever you get your pods and we have the youtube channel but without further delay we know that frank clark is waiting in the backstage Uh, so up next we've got mr frank clark Well, look who it is! Frank Clark in the building. What's going on with Frank, y'all? What's going on with you? What's up, Joe? How you doing? I see. You. I said I'm trying to see your whole head. You might have to lean back a little bit because your head. There you go. We see now. Now we seeing the whole. Yeah, Frank I got the do rag
1: Got the do rag okay. on. I want, I want,
0: listen, I want you. I want you to be your whole luster and your full self. First of all, let me. Uh, not that everybody doesn't already know, but Frank Clark is a two-time Super Bowl champion, three-time Pro Bowler, out of California, went to Michigan, played for the Seattle Seahawks, the Kansas City Chiefs. Now you're in Denver, so let's just start there. First of all, let us know how all of this came together with you ending up choosing the Denver Broncos, Frank
1: man well you know um things take time you know and this is one of those processes um you know just coming together with my agent you know um, we knew it was gonna be a a a decision you know that was gonna take some time gotta sort some things out that I have to let the spring go by you know the draft all of those type of things but did not want to wait too late you know um, you know at this time around this time you got coaches getting their game plans ready they trying to um, you know, feel like their teams and stuff, get ready for the season, you know, training camp is coming in. So um, you know, the serious boy and I understand that as a veteran. So I understand that, the urgency in that. And um I understood to understand myself and just need to, you know, get that out the way. You know, just get it off my shoulders. Um, you know, so my family we can start making those moves towards that way. You know, I got kids, I gotta put my kids in school. Um, you know, the falls coming before we know it and stuff like that. And we just wanted to be, you know, more um, you know, ahead of the ball game when it came to that.
0: So, and when you think about playing with the Denver Broncos, obviously, when I called you, because, you know, I was I was blowing up your phone, Frank. I'm like, where is Frank? Why he not answering his phone? And then here you go, FaceTiming me from, from the gym. So that's the good part, that you were working in the gym. But can you just take me through that call, you know, today from your agent? And then I also seen out there that you had an opportunity to be, you know, speaking with Sean Payton as well. How did those conversations go?
1: Um, everything went very well, you know what I'm saying? Uh, at the end of the day, um, Sean, um, Sean Payton's resume speaks for itself, you know, coach what he's done, you know, throughout his career, you know, first off with New Orleans and stuff like that, you know, it speaks for itself, you know, no one has to, you know, that's not, you know, he gets his flowers, you know, I've given him flowers, you know, multiple times, i played him multiple times in my career, and um, it's always been tough, you know, going against a man his caliber, a coach of his caliber, so um, first thing we said, um, I got on the phone and said, was you know, to be exciting. You know, my first coach I've had the chance to play with was Pete Carroll, Hall of Fame coach. Secondly, it was Andy Reid, a Hall of Fame coach. And, you know, third, you know, Coach Faden, you know, which I'm sure he'll be a Hall of Fame coach. So at the end of the day, you know, it's all it all works in favor when I look at the coach. You know, the next part is, you know, building a, you know, a winning tradition, you know, building a foundation, you know, that we can stand on as a team, you know, where we can get things done. So I feel like that's the next step. And um, I'm excited.
0: So, when Champagne was on the phone with you, though, what did he say? What did he want to know? What he, what was he saying, young man? You know, <laughs> to, what what did he say? <laughs>
1: Um, nothing really. I mean, you know, he's not he's not as you know, he wasn't very outspoken like that. You know, he was real chill and that's the best thing, that's what I like. You know, I like chill coaches and I've always played for a chill coach, you know, laid back, you know, a coach, you know, that's swaggering his own right. You know, and then um you know, the first thing he said was just simply, you know, I want you. You know, and when you know it's the difference between, you know, coaches, you know guys that, you know, he's like I need you, you know. Um, you know, I feel like you are the guy that's gonna complete, you know, this roster is gonna complete this team. And, um, you know, I'm excited for that and I was excited for that, you know, and um, that's what you want to hear as a player, you know, and um, first off, you know, it's not about, it don't got to be about no money, it don't got to be about, um, you know, the city and none of that stuff, man, but simply, you know, you being needed and you being wanted and compared to, you know, you just being another player or another, um, you know, guy added to a roster to fill in the spot, you know, that's a difference.
0: You know, it's funny because you and I talked and I put your quote out there on Twitter and you know, you're talking about you know, you wanted to come obviously have an opportunity to play in the division, bring the Denver Broncos back to the mountaintop and you know all the comments, Frank they like, why he, why these players can't just say they, they went for the money And you know, you just said, no, it's it's about feeling appreciated and about feeling wanted. I know Odell talked about that, too, in terms of his decision with the Ravens versus the Jets or what have you. You want to you wanna comment on that in terms of how these fans react when y'all say it's not about the money?
1: Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? If you know what I mean, in, in the money aspect, in the, in, the, in the slang word, you know, I'm cool. You know what I mean? You can catch my drift in that type of aspect. So, you know, money is not really exciting at this point. If that makes sense, I mean, you can call it what you want. I mean, seven and a half million, whatever it is. I don't even I haven't even really looked over the deal or the contract, honestly, to keep it real. But um, that doesn't really excite a person like me. I'm just being all the way honest. I'm a two time Super Bowl champion. I won two Super Bowls, you know, I wasn't the guy that just was there. Um, I actually got the job done. Um, I'm a winner. Um, and I make teams better. That's the, what I told my agent, and that's what I've, I'm sure every coach who I've ever played for, you know, like, like we discussed, the, the top tier coaches, you know, these are the best coaches who's ever coached the game. I'm talking about Pete Carroll, Andy Reid, and now Sean Payton. Um, you know, it's no mistake in that. So, um, and those coaches knew what they were doing when they made the decision to bring me in each individually. You know, starting with um, Coach Carroll and then Andy Reid making the decision, you know, and then, um, you know, now Sean Payton. We had a a, a great conversation and I was um, very enthused. You know what I'm saying? Um, Been going, I've been been going through so much too, you know, this whole week. You know, it's been a a crazy week, a very rocky week for me. But um, just being able to just get this out the way and um, finally get the news that, um, you know, we've been able to get this done in Denver, you know, that's pretty dope.
0: Well, obviously you mentioned Pete Carroll, but you've played, you know, on a team that had Russell Wilson. That's your quarterback now for the Denver Broncos. Have you had a chance to talk to Russell yet? Did he play any part in, you know, getting you <laughs> to Denver? Talk, Tell me about that.
1: Uh, yeah, of course. You know, um, Russell, you know, we got a great relationship. We always had a relationship. Um, getting back to our days in Seattle. And, um, you know, Russell was one of the first guys who actually um, hit me up. Um, you know, Russell, class, that guy. Um, first thing he, like, yeah, let's get it done. You know, Coach Payton, he's fired up. You know, um, ready to make the, you know, turn, make a turn for the organization. You know, myself, knowing Russell, I know he got, you know, he got, a, he got a chip on his shoulder coming off, of, you know, last season. And um, I know Russell, he's gonna turn it around. He's gonna do what he got to do. He's gonna get the job done. Um, he got the receivers to get the job done. They got the backfield to rely on, the, um, you know, get the job done. Good offense, obviously. I played them um, last year, and they they gave us a run for our money. So um, you can say what you want, you know, about their record and stuff like that. But if you know football, if you understand it like we both do, um, that's the type of team that um, turn, it, turn it around in the heartbeat. I've seen it and I know it. And um, they just need to add a few pieces to um, get the job done. I feel like they're um, doing the right thing and adding me.
0: Did, did, Sierra, did Sierra jump on the phone too? Because you know they got They got to take oh, you out. Man. Oh man!
1: No! 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 CC, she ain't jump on the phone. You know, she ain't know, jump you know, on we, the phone. When it okay. comes to the football business, you know we try to keep the the, the, the ladies out of it and try to you know but, the I mean, ladies. Y'all, we y'all try can to, combine you know I mean?
0: families. You know, you know. I met your lady. And no, you're no, they already know and each, and each other. Everybody have a, they, they can have a big. Yeah,
1: they already know each other. You know how it is. They like okay. in. You know, we've been locked in for a long. time. Yeah, they know each other. They know what's going on. You know what I mean? We're gonna touch down and
0: make it happen. Lord. Oh, oh gosh so uh speaking of you've had a crazy week um you came from the white house in dc i think you put out a tweet is the difference between yeah. going and being invited we invited i saw you see you know i see all what you do frank you can't you can't even though you you disappear on me for like a month or two you know you know i see what time it is
1: yeah, and i'll be chilling say,
0: you'll be chilling and then you came into the white house with the black and white you know suit and everything and then you you know i noticed that you took a picture with bill clinton in the background i know you chose bill clinton i see one with michelle obama go ahead go ahead and tell me what was going on in your mind with that
1: <laughs> man i just uh i'm walking through the white house you know and i'm very intrigued i'm in the art i'm in the antiques um so i'm like you know I'm people what's going on i'm peeping the scenery and stuff like that and i see this this picture of bill i'm like oh it looks pretty good you know i'm like interested you know what i'm saying i'm drawn to it you know it was the first picture like literally when you walk through the doors of the white house on the left they got obama the front doors i'm talking now like they got on the left they got obama barack the the, the next picture they got is, is bill clinton you know what i'm saying right next to barack okay so okay. it's like, okay, that's what's going on. But it was, it was just, it was just the scenery and the lighting. I like the lighting. Oh,
0: it was the and, lighting. Um, oh, okay, okay. It was, it was. Yeah, I like the lighting.
1: lighting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know me. You know, I'm not too fascinated with the, with the, with the, with the picture. It's, it's more. It was more about me at that moment. Oh, okay. You know, it was me, me in the setting. You know, uh-huh. I was more fascinated with me being in the setting than you know the pictures or anything like that around me.
0: And, and, and then just kind of going back to Super Bowl, how do you take all of that in right now? Obviously, you were able to get, you know, the second Super Bowl after you guys beat the Philadelphia Eagles, 38-35. Uh, um, you know, I talked to you there in the locker room. You had your big drip on. I think it was, you know, I don't know what, what you had on you. <laughs>
1: <It'd be> crazy. <laughs> you I don't know. Like what, when, what day was that? I don't know. Super Bowl? I have seen you a couple of times. you, like you, you talking about going. Super Bowl?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I had both
0: I, I, I'm trying. Yeah, both I, I, I'm trying to think. Did I Oh or I, you know that what? I think that might have been when I was down there before. Yeah, because I think I didn't you took forever to come in the locker room. I think I didn't see you and I had to go back up and do my hit. But but, but nevertheless, you were able to get your, your second chip. How do, how does that soak in for you right now? Um, knowing that you're not even with Kansas City anymore? Um,
1: you no, know, the reality is I had to face that a few months ago, you know, when I had the conversation with you know my GM. Um you know, with Veach, um, I had to, that, that that settled in for me a few months ago. You know, the, the fact that, you know, it was a high chance that I probably wasn't going to be back. You know, it's always a little bit of hope that you can go defend your crown and stuff like that. But um, I kind of knew, you know, I knew it, it probably wasn't going to happen, you know, just based off our conversation that we had. You know, we had a personal conversation, you know, and I um, I felt them after the conversation, but, you know, um, that's why, you know, it's, uh, it, it's you got to keep the ball going you got to keep the ball moving you know one of my greatest um examples of that is stefan marbury you know what i'm saying he had a hell of a career you know just in basketball overall um playing what 15 years in the nba and then he goes overseas and then becomes a legend you know what i'm saying stuff like that and you know i'm not quoting saying like i'm you know going to go overseas or whatever football is not that type of that ain't the type of ball game it is but he just kept the ball going. He kept the ball rolling. You know, he didn't allow nothing. You know, to him or keep him or slow him down from uh, you know completing his journey. You know, it's all about the journey at the end of the day. And I'm, I love it. You know what I'm saying? I'm enjoying it. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm happy. I'm excited. Um, the Chiefs. It's a first-class organization. You know, first off, it's a first-class organization. Andy Reid, starting all the way at the top. You know, coming down to my coach. You know, my head coach. He's forever gonna be. You know, my head coach and Andy Reid, you know, um, we got shared countless times, many conversations about cars and about life and about family and about, you know, um, just making a, the making the wrong decisions, both decisions he's made and I've made and, and making the good decisions. He talked about it all. You know, I'm forever grateful for having him. You know what I mean? Um, you know, he, he, he turned, I went from, I, I came in a, a young man Coming in, and he he turned me into a, a true man, and turned you know helped me become a stand-up guy in this league. So, man um, in life, so um, I'm forever thankful for the opportunity that I had to even play for that man, play for that team, the brotherhood, and the type of um you know it's all the, the guys that you meet, man. That's special. Um, I was able to meet some some dope ass dudes. You know what I'm saying? All of my homies, you know, everybody know my relationship with Chris. You know, that's my dog. Forever gonna be my dog. <laughs> um, but I met, you know, so many other dudes, you know, who was just so cool, man. And, you know, it, it, my boy, Chris Lamons and, and different guys, man. There's so many dudes. I, I got a lot of dudes who wasn't even starters who I was cool with, you know, my punter. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I can, I can go on and on. Tommy Gunn, my punter, um, my loan snapper. You know what I'm saying? It was them type of people who I build relationships with for real. You know what I mean? Cause them, them the people who people really don't associate or talk to as much or you know what I'm saying. And I built you know, I pride myself on um building relationships with them type of people, the janitors and you know, the people in the um office who just, you know, doing normal shit. You know, people picking up our clothes around the locker room. Them the people who I who I really miss the most. You know what I'm saying? Real talk
0: the real talk and speaking of real talk just to kind of get back to what you were saying with because you said when he talked to you there was something that he said that you kind of knew what time it was so i mean specifically what was it was it was it the cap number was it what you was making it was something else he, he went going to like what was specifically the headline of what he said to you that let you know you knew what time it was
1: i mean at the end of the day you know it's it, it's a business but you know I take a pay cut for, you know, years at a time, you know, I think it was two years in a row, I took a pay cut, um, which is fine. Um, but going into my third year, you know, I have a pretty great year. I, I, I then, like I said before, I you know, I help my team win another Super Bowl um, and I do what I have to do. But then, you know, I have a big pay, pay coming in next year on my deal. I think it's 20 plus million, I think. Which is too you know, it's, it's high as shit. Obviously it's high, man, in, in this in this in this in this era of football, especially in this era at cap too. So um, you know, we obviously know something has to be worked out. Um I wasn't asking for, you know, uh out the ballpark number. I wasn't I wasn't out here asking for 15, 20 million. You know what I mean? I was doing like twenty five. You know, so I told him, you know, you know uh, my agent told him, actually, I didn't even do no talking. I, I got all this, you know, from the back end of my agent, um, Eric Burkhardt. But um, he basically just gave me the scoop and just said, you know, um, you know, we're trying to get get something done with, with, with you know, with a few other guys on the team. You know, and I said, you know, you know I'm with you. I understand fully. And um, he said, you know, if it, if it comes around in free agency, if we can make something work out you know later on you know let's stay in contact and we can make some. you know we can work something out and i said all right i got you and um that was basically the gist of the conversation you know did i get an offer that was it anything said or anything to that uh degree no no was never nothing said because it was more like him saying like yo i don't want to offer you a number that you you gonna you gonna feel disrespected if i offer you you know keep it real with you you know what i mean but um you know, I rather you much. You know, I've I I feel like we both enjoy the time, which I I truthfully like he like he said. Like, you know, I, I truthfully believe and and agree to that. You know, I enjoy my time in KC. Um, I enjoy the relationship. Like I said, that I built with everybody. There's no hard feelings towards nobody in that building. Um, but it was just it was just it was just time time to um, move on. Time for new beginnings. You know what I mean? I had. I felt like I what I, I I won two Super Bowls there. I did the Pro Bowl thing, you know. I, I learned I didn't even like doing the Pro Bowl thing, honestly. You know, I was more into winning the Super Bowl. Shout out to my boy Chris Jones. He kind of instilled that in me. He like, yo, Pro Bowls. He like, yo, fuck. oh, Excuse my language. He like, hey, f a Pro Bowl. He like, we don't do Pro Bowls, bro. We ain't going to no Pro Bowl five. We going we going to the Super Bowl, bro. And every <laughs> you know, ever since ever since we holl- he hollered at me when I first got there about that conversation it was Super Bowl Super Bowl on my mind so shout out my dog for for saying F the Pro Bowl uh, back in 2000 what 19 yeah back in 2019 so um but I just we enjoyed ourselves man we enjoyed our time um and we had a great conversation like I said we kept it real um he knew you know he said you know you're gonna get out there and you're gonna probably find a team that's gonna you know that's gonna fall in love with you and that already do love you I'm sure um and that that's gonna um you're gonna be able to figure something out that's gonna suit you best and um i feel like i did that with the denver broncos and i'm thankful we was able to get something done
0: when we were on the phone earlier you said you know we're we gonna talk about the real will you let you know what the real is with the Chiefs? so when you are alluding to that what are you talking about are you talking about you know wanting people to really understand what it is that you know allowed you yeah, to? Yeah, just depart. really,
1: yeah, just really, truly understand the you know what it really is. Because at the end of the day, you know, you know, the, the game is to protect yourself. You know, teams are within them protecting themselves; they're gonna protect themselves. You know, that's what they're taught to do. You know, um, as a player, we're not necessarily taught to protect ourselves. You taught to um, like do 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 you know what what the script says or do what. They, they they say they tell you to do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying so at the end of the day you know I never I ain't never been like that you know I always been to do keep it I keep it 2g to be on that you know what I mean <laughs> coaches coaches know what's up with me that's why I'll be like I'm cool on coaches all that like I'm cool on personnel I'm here to play football I'm here to go out here and play football and to rock out with my boys like if it ain't about that like what are we talking about you know what i'm saying I can, i'm with the hard work i'm with the, all like all the pressure i'm with all of that ain't none of that gonna do nothing to me you know what i'm saying it's like but but um it's the it's the part where you said the real part is people understanding that it's it's not about i'm not about you're not about to ain't nobody about to sit down and you know take pay cut after pay cut after pay cut and then you used them near you know, take a team friendly deal or take a take a take a I don't know what a deal was because one was never offered. You know what I'm saying? So it's like at the end of the day I'm not about to do nothing that's gonna essentially that could possibly hurt me or that can possibly, you know, put me in a bad situation. You know what I'm saying? When you're not talking about money that can be guaranteed or money that that, that you know, um could essentially, you know, that that I know that can secure myself, you know, this is a hard game at the end of the day you know i play with broken bones i didn't play with man uh spinal cord all type of all type of stuff going on you know what i mean so like man pissed nerves like we didn't did all of that you know what i'm saying for the rings i got two rings we didn't did all of that we didn't went through them, them rings to, to, to make it happen for sure yeah. for sure i don't i don't bitch, i don't complain about nothing you know what i'm saying that's why when it came to this deal and when it came to the situation with everything i was all solid on it you know I'm, i love my boys forever in kc like they forever family i'm forever indebted to them and tied to them there's nothing i can do about that unfortunately you know what i'm saying we made history twice together so at the end of the day you know um i'm gonna i'm gonna wake up and think about the things that i did in kc forever you know what i mean and the things that we ever, ever accomplished uh the lives i was able to touch like i said it's the people the the quote unquote little people that they say um that i'm gonna miss the most about it honestly
0: but you know frank okay so i'm gonna just to play devil's advocate here if someone's listening to you because at the beginning of this right you're talking about how what you've made it's not about the money and all these other things or what have you and now you're illuminating your conversation with the general manager of the chief Brett of uh, and um you know, how he's letting you know that you're going to have to leave because they're going to try to work something out. And you're saying, oh, you know, uh, I've been in situations before. Uh, there you go. And then he's letting, you know, basically, OK, well, you have to try to figure some things out with, but fi- you know, the financially with other players what your number is going to end up being and all this other stuff in terms of where your contract was. But you just said, you're like, well, I didn't also took pay cuts and pay cuts before. So at the end of the day, you know, you know, I've, I've, I've taken one on the shoulder, I've taken it in the spine, I've taken all this for the team. So can you maybe hear where somebody listening to you might ask you if it wasn't about the money, then is there a part of you that's like, okay, why not hear what, the offer is from KC and possibly just stay
1: in KC. You know me. I would love to stay in KC. But unfortunately, that ain't how the business go. You know. I wanted to defend my crown and I think everybody knew that. My team, the coaching staff, they know that. They know that about me. But that doesn't, that doesn't need to be explained. I don't think I even need to explain that. Um, I think the fact was that if I got two ears and I didn't hear an offer from a team that I feel like I put my heart and soul into, I didn't hear an offer. I didn't hear anything. Um, that means that the decision was already made. You know what I mean. I don't need. I don't need to. I don't need to be written on the wall, plain sight for me to understand what's being said. You know what I mean. I don't. I don't got to be told. Um, I don't need a messenger to come drop a you know what I'm saying? I don't gotta see it like it, 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 I understand what's being said to me at that moment. And you know, like I said, it was no hard feelings. It was just time for me to move on. And um, and once I once that decision was made, like I said, months ago, I knew all of this months ago. Once that decision was made, it was time for me basically to, you know, start taking the steps to, you know, um, Find out which you know which team was next best suited for me next. I you know, there was a lot a few offers on the table. Um, but honestly, the Denver Broncos and just the staff Vance, um, Coach Vance, um, my defensive coordinator, you know, I felt like he he suits me well. Um, I had a long conversation with Vaughn um yesterday prior to all of this actually. You know, you said I mean?
0: Vaughn or Vance?
1: With Vaughn. Oh, Vaughn, um, who
0: used to play for
1: them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to play. I had a long conversation with him. Um okay beforehand and he you know, of course, you know he gonna he gonna give you, that's my dog, you know, he gave he me the, get the
0: real. Yeah, he
1: gave me the real. And once that conversation happened, I was I, I told him, like, when I wake up in the morning, I'm gonna let y'all know what's up. You know, and uh when I woke up in the I had to sleep on it, you know, sometimes you gotta sleep on stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I had to sleep on. It's my first time in free agency. You know, I'm going to year nine. I'm like, yo, this cra- <laughs> is crazy. Like, what? It's weird. You know what I mean? Like, oh, i has been tied up. Team's always got me roped up in the deal and stuff. I'm like, ah, damn. And I'm like, okay, here we go, you know? Okay. that's when you
0: should have called me, because you know I was already waiting for you to call yeah. me after you left the, the White House for us to try to set uh, this up. Uh-uh. And then a, and a deal come. I'm like, hold oh, up! Not- you didn't tell me about this. And so when when you had the options, you should have been like, okay, JoJo, I'm thinking about them. Thinking I been needing some room. time.
1: Mm-hmm. I been needing some time to think. I got three kids, JoJo. Oh.
0: Lord, okay, I got Lord. three kids. I be like, eat. don't be out here sounding like Latrell Spree. Well, kids got to eat. <laughs> I'm joking.
1: I'm joking. <laughs> Look, baby can't eat no books. Okay. <laughs> baby can't eat no books. Okay. <laughs> What? We're just
0: joking for you all out there. No, nah, I'm
1: just playing but not nah, for yeah. real. I was like, it just, it just at the end of the day, you know, like you said, it, it's not about the money. I don't, really, I don't care about that. I'm very well off right now. Yeah. But um, at the you end of the day, it's about. The writing
0: was on the so, wall. You could tell was what he was saying. Yeah, what man. He wasn't come on. We
1: don't, you know, we don't do the drama and all of it in between words and stuff the like that. But you know what I'm saying? It's it just like, yo, yeah, <laughs> I get it. I love you. Yeah. You love me. Yeah. Um. I love y'all. Like yeah. it's, it's it's time to yeah. it's time to um, go our separate ways and, mm-hmm. and and make it all work. You know what I mean. First, I I I gave my full my all. I think people kind of seen that last year in training camp when I was. That's why I was coaching Georgia so damn hard. You know what I'm saying. That's why I was in his ear all the time and just it wasn't about a pass rush or nothing like that. It was just about him just getting ready mentally and understanding what's to come in this in this game.
0: And I know you went in with that mentality, too, to rip it because, you know, you and I did the interview uh, right as the season was getting started. And you were talking about the personal investment that you're making in yourself, trying to let go of the alcohol and some other things, get your weight down and all those other things. So you were trying to take pieces from, you know being honest with yourself right in terms of self-reflecting and say okay you know what am I really doing what I'm not doing in terms of being in the spot that I want to be but having said that Frank I do want to ask you you know when you look at what your goal was in terms of just your you know your personal production and all the sacrifices that you made to get try to get your body back in better shape How do you feel about what you accomplished individually this year? And, you know, knowing like your dog, you know, Chris Jones, in terms of how you all play off of each other when it comes to the sack production and things like that.
1: I feel like we did what we had to do to get the job done. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, when it comes to me and Chris, I feel like it's a a well-known balance. You know what I mean? And it's always been a well-known balance. Um, You know, Chris going to always shine. You know what I mean? That's my dog. I love him. I love him to death. You know, what I mean, when we built, I grew to love him more too as a teammate. You know, I, I knew of him before, you know, prior, but um, as a teammate, as a friend, then as a friend, you know, it was a different relationship. You got teammates, then you got friends. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's my dog. You know what I mean? So um, just growing to love him, man, and um, that's always gonna be there. But it, it's 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 man, you said Chris. He that's my dog right there. He gonna always be my dog. You know what I mean? I get emotional. You know, we always we we try not to get emotional at the White House talking. Every time it feels like every time we get around each other, it's it's like one of them emotional tears about to come on. But
0: but what um, makes you emotional about it? Has he done something for you that we're unaware of that makes you? Nah,
1: emotional? nah, 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 nothing like that. I mean, nah, I didn't say he, to
0: you. I said for you, for you.
1: Not, mm-hmm. not. I mean, it's it's not a, it's not a lot of things you can a person can really truly do for me. It's, you know, physically, but like mentally, it's just. The um, the joy, the smile—you know what I mean—the type of person he is. Um, you know his attitude. You know what I mean. Sometimes that can keep you going. You know, and I deal with a lot of stuff in my years with KC. You know, I went through a lot of stuff—injury-wise, um, um, family-wise. um dealing with different, di- different type of things. I went through a lot of stuff, like a lot of stuff that Chris know about. You know what I mean? The world, the world don't know about it. You know what I mean? But it's a lot of stuff, him being my closest friend, you know what I'm saying? Especially a teammate. He know about it, you know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, you know, the conversations that we've had and the, um, the energy that he was able to bestow upon me to just for me to keep on going on a lot of them toughest days that I've ever had in my life. Um, you know, I'm always love that boy for that. You know, that's my dog, like I said, you know. So,
0: So, Ellen, we're going to wrap up here, too, uh, really quickly. I just wanted to know, um, you know, as you think about just coming to Denver um, and the decision that you made, one of the things that you did say that I wanted to just kind of get you to expand on a little bit more is because you did say you talked to Vaughn and that he let you know the real when it comes to Denver. So can you just illuminate? (laughs) What are you talking about when Vaughn Miller let you know the real? What was the real that you needed to hear that ultimately let you slept on and felt good about.
1: The crazy part is it, like, man, I don't really know nobody in there no more because they changed everybody. The owners and this and that. Like, I don't really know. Oh, I know so and so. He cool. He cool. He, you know. So you know how Vine is. I the I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh bad, bad. I'm like, damn. You know, at first in my head, I'm like, this ain't really going to for me. I'm like, shit, ain't really. I'm like, damn. I would have thought Vine had the answers I needed for this. You know what I'm saying? I no I mean, answers. You got to think. When you're in free agency, you don't really know where you' gonna be because teams yeah. get calling left and right just by the day. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's you can't really look. I don't do the looking in the teams and like, it's this it's the off season i'm not about to look into no team and look down the roster and see where anybody fit i know where i fit on the team you know what i'm saying so i'm like at the end of the day i'm like okay boom i get the call boom okay first person i'm thinking about is my rally i'm like all right i'm gonna get Von this call real quick he hit me back yo i was on the plane i'm like bet i was on the plane i'm gonna hit you when i land boom land i gave him the call i'm like yo What's the scoop? He like man, I don't know nobody in there. I'm like what? (laughs) He ain't got no answers. Like he ain't got no answers for me. He like I know so so. He like oh that boy uh uh uh, DJ DJ Cole. He cold. You know you got you a good interior. I'm like it's only going down the list. You know I know football and stuff. He like oh yeah it's randy you got randy you know randy randy go do randy he fired you know He like oh the offense fire you know that all the receivers came back russ gonna do rush you know russ ain't gonna have no more you know he's just going down the list and i'm just sitting there listening like i'm he's like, like he all right had, bro i tell family? you
0: nothing you ain't already know.
1: man i stopped like man i'm like how the family doing you know what i mean <laughs>
0: I'm, conversation I'm like,
1: man, how the family doing? What's up with the past or something? You know what I mean? I'm like, shit, Von crazy. I'm I'm like, what's up with the past or something, man? I'm like I'm like, I am mess with you. I'm a, let, let's talk let's talk at the past or something. You know, <laughs> something like that. I'm like, I got it. I was like, oh, for sure. but I, I, I knew I know I know I knew from just uh knowing football, um yeah. knowing the D coordinator. Um of course, you know, he's one of the you know fewer black D coordinators in the game, so of course I know who he was. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's Coach Vance. Um. And then you know them having a great, they, they had a pretty great defense. Um. Last year, you know they put a lot of pressure on teams. Honestly, they um got the job done. I think they was top five in defense. Might have been top four even. Um. So they got a they got the job done in, in different um aspects on defense. So it's a lot of things to be excited for. I don't I don't like doing too much speaking on what you know I don't I don't do which is offense. I know it though because I study it for a living. But um, I'm I feel fully confident in Russell Russell Wilson. I can tell and, you that. And Sean um,
0: Payton's hands. Come on, man. Come on Russell. now. Come that's on now. Like the, I said, that's the different aspect of and it. And like I
1: said, Sean Payton, he's a, he's a Hall of Fame coach. You you don't got to do too much speaking for them Hall of Fame coach. They're gonna do their own speaking. You, and and you so know, that's why you when mentioned start that talking. You, I listen.
0: Oh, and then you mentioned that, yeah. I'm sorry, and then you mentioned that you had gotten some other calls, so are you able to share with, you know, who else you were considering when you said you had to go to bed and think about it, was there, or, I mean, what what else were you considering? It
1: don't even matter no more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it don't even Come matter. on,
0: share something. What, was It, a, it don't even matter
1: more? no more. It don't can it can matter you no tell more. me a
0: division? Can you tell me a division? Cause, you know, uh, just so we can maybe make I'm some fans cry <laughs> that lost out on you.
1: Oh, man, it don't even matter no more. I don't want to stare at it. It's too who, crazy. It who only are you, ho-
0: you said we don't what?
1: I said it don't even matter no more. I was about to say the only, only, only thing that matters is them, them Denver Broncos fan getting me a mile high stadium. You know okay, so you're
0: going to get a chance. Let me look at your schedule real quick, um, Frank, in terms of when you all going to play. Have you looked at it yet when you're going to play the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs?
1: I promise you, I don't look at schedule.
0: You ain't look at the schedule, so let, let let me put you up on game real quick. Okay, so I'm looking at the 2003 Broncos schedule, and the my first kids, time you thing. yep, the first time you play the Chiefs is Thursday night football at the Chiefs, eight fifteen p.m. That's week that's six.
1: So we have that
0: circled, huh?
1: It's gonna be rocking. It's gonna be rocking up in that joint. For sure. L, Girl. On, Ooh, the show, oh. it'd be shaking Thursday night,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's so that's what I said. So, uh, what I mean, um, you know, what do you think about the opportunity to play them for the, the first time? You have any thoughts about, you know, what you specifically would like to achieve other than you know, getting Patrick Mahomes on his back?
1: On some real shit. My, my only focus right now
0: mm.
1: is, um. Finishing out this um, off season, Jojo. You know, okay. i have some words for you after this. And, uh, later on yep. the training camp, or closer to the but I gotta finish out this off season. I've been having a real strong off season. Gotta finish this off season on a strong note, mentally yep. and physically. Been going through, like I said, I've been going through a lot mentally, family yep. and stuff, having a few passes and stuff. Yep. So I'm just trying to really, fit, um, you know, just just um, finish off this off season on a strong, strong note without getting too to distract you know number one is the free agency shit already a big distraction and the big you know i'm, I'm just now finding this out you know what i'm saying it's, it's already a big like just throw it in the air type right. of thing that's why i was just like yo don't call me don't text me about nobody don't call me about nobody me and my agent we understand each other like don't call me don't text me about nobody i don't want to hear nothing until something's on the table for sure you know what mm. i'm saying so when I'm getting calls about, yo, but it still happened, of course. So I'm just, <laughs> still getting a <calls. laughs> um, I don't want to talk about this. You know what I mean? Like, ah, I'm over here. I'm all the way out of town. I don't want to Yeah. You know what I mean? It was that. Like, I'm like, yo, Then I finally, you know, eventually when I started making decisions, I'm like, yo, I got to. You know, time is coming. Like, I literally said that. And I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, people, they putting the pressure on us. When the team putting the pressure on, you know how I did. I'm like, ah, oh, it's time to make some decisions.
0: Time to make, it's time to make a decision. Well, just so you know, your second game against the Chiefs is two weeks after that in Denver, week eight. So, you're going to have, like, the Chiefs, like— It's back-to-back? Back. It's back—it's like you got you—the first one is in Kansas City, week uh, six. Uh, and then they play know, you— right. Right. At We did that Denver shit for KC eight so you're not gonna have too much it's gonna be a lot of Kansas City and your former team come. It, it almost like they knew you were going to Denver, you know, or at least then in the AFC West in terms of this situation. Real quick, last thing before hey, you go it is crazy. Um real quick playing you twice go, a
1: year though like that.
0: I know you had somebody very special um in your life past and just want to know if you wanna um you know put in a few words obviously one of the times you and I had a, had an opportunity to spend a real long time with each other is when I did that piece uh, on you working for ESPN, coming and visiting you, and uh, you know South LA where you grew up and everything you went through, and and with your mom and 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 everything you know your birth mother, but you have somebody else too that is uh, very close to you also that you feel like was part of your upbringing that is is um, you know dearly departed.
1: Yeah. Um, I- uh, Linda Marcellus, um, may she rest in peace, you know. I've been real emotional all day. That's why I like man, you know, she had cancer. So of course, you know, um those close to her knew it was coming. But um the ones not close to her, you know, I you know, um I just pray they, you know, they, they find their comfort in this. Um my sister, I call her my sister, Lena. Um, I just I just, you know, she's her that's her everything, you know, she's spent Shit, her her whole life dedicated to her mom and helping her mom and the health of her mom. You know what I mean? I ain't afraid to cry. You know, I ain't no tough guy. I've been crying all day since I got the news. I got the news kind of at an awkward ass time. You know, I I was literally sending a text to my agent and to, um, you know, coaching all the the staff and stuff in Denver, just letting them know like it was a green light. Like, let's go. I'm fired up. I'm ready. You know, I woke up in a fucking great mood. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was, I was fired up, and then next thing I know, I get a text. Like literally, as I'm sending that text, I had the next text that goes first in my phone is from my sister Lena saying like she ain't making. I was like, God damn! Like yo, what the fuck is up the timing? You know, you uh, know, hurt. You know what I mean? This one kind of hurt. You know, it kind of hurt. You know, like I said, I've been been going through a lot, but. It'll be better like i told my sis it'll get better but you know times just gotta appreciate the ones that's that's there for you that's really there you know because they 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 might not be there you know so love on them hug them call them you know check on them i'm glad i'm happy as hell i got to you know what i'm saying that's one thing about me i'm gonna check on my people you know what i mean especially the ones who really support and been there for me so I love her football. You know what I'm saying? I am saying I football wouldn't I wouldn't have kept going on this journey if it wasn't for her. So I'm always loving, you know, my tears. But man, I hate to be shedding tears on this on your broadcast, but it's okay. the shit is real, you know. I just I've been I've been trying to keep my shit together all day. But just the timing. The timing just is kinda it's a, I'm like I said, I got so many mixed emotions, you know what I mean? Yeah. Happy as hell, but I'm like, God damn, I gotta deal with some shit now. So,
0: and can you? And you said her name was Lena. Did I hear that?
1: No, that's my sister. You know, okay. her, name what, what is her name Linda. What was her name? Linda. Okay, so Linda yeah. and
0: Lena. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then with and just to, and just so I clarify, so people hearing this, you saying this, Linda was somebody who was basically um, a second mom to you, right?
1: Hundred percent. Okay
0: yeah okay all right well listen I know that it's been a tough day it's been an emotional day um you know and I think that you said you woke up on a good note this morning and in some ways you know I don't know if cosmically whether she could feel it or whatever the vibe was but you would accomplish yet another milestone in your life and You know, at least that's another level for her to have peace in terms of her ascension from the terrestrial to the um, celestial. And so, you know, may she rest in peace. And um, and I know you've been through so much. You and I have talked through so many parts of your life and your story, Frank. And we're going to talk again. And, you know, at, at least you know that you're blessed. Your family is blessed. And you had and you had that season with her to be there for you through all them different, you know, times when, like you said, driving you cross country, making sure you got to places you need to go. I mean, you know, she's another wing for you. That's why you're here, you know.
1: need more people like her in the world. Yeah. For sure.
0: Well, I appreciate you. I just wanted to let you know real quick. i seen you on Instagram uh, showing your little Caesar haircut. You're not cute. I just wanted to let you know that real quick.
1: Appreciate you, because, you know, <laughs> uh, Trying to keep my shit together.
0: You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, you yeah. go ahead and take care of yourself. Um, squeeze your kids. Say hello to your lady and everybody, you know, in the L.A. area. I appreciate and, uh, you. I'm, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll see you in Denver and then... You and yeah. I talk about you know places to to be out there since you know I was out there for six years too. Okay,
1: I got
0: you. I appreciate you. Take care of yourself. Okay, bye, Frank. Talk to you mm-hmm. later. All right. So we appreciate Frank Clark coming on undefined with Jocelyn Anderson. You know we're always going to have an in-depth discussion on this show, whether we talking to politicians, musicians, actors, actresses, athletes, or whoever. Um, this show is all about uh, interviewing people, which is one of the most fun things that I like doing. It's getting to know people and really getting um, an opportunity to showcase a different side of them. We appreciate Frank Clark being vulnerable there and, um, you know, just letting us know about the real and Kansas City and just everything that led to him coming to Denver to why this day was um, you know, brought jubilation and at the same time, you know, um, you know, just tears of adversity um with the passing of somebody very close to him. Um really quickly, I just wanted to say that, you know, we are getting ready to wrap up uh the the football offseason. The players are going into Uh, The last few days of OTAs, which is mandatory camp, um, has been a a very interesting, um, you know, time as far as even for me personally, you know, Frank talked a lot about the importance of feeling valued and appreciated. And I've talked about this on other podcasts from Undefined um this season, specifically about, you know, Odell Beckham Jr., some of the things that he said when it came to his decision and being with the Baltimore Ravens. But even though, yes, we're always gonna say that the money is important and the money is in, you know, is is always gonna be a a factor to a degree. But, you know, it reminds me of the pyramid of needs from I think it's Maslow, if I said that correctly. Um, and I can even Google that while we're talking here. just to make sure I have that. But um at the end of the day, people want to feel appreciated. You know, and I know and I know that in my own experience even in in the journalism industry, <laughs> you know, I don't know that I can ever say that I've a hundred percent, you know, felt that even in, in my own career and how it's 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 it really is Yes, you want to get, you want to get paid and all those other stuff, but feeling wanted is a lot deeper than I think people are really, you know, lending credit to and, um, feeling valued and, and not just feeling wanted and valued, but feeling appreciated. And, um, you know, there's different reasons why, you know, um, that take away from an individual feeling, you know, appreciated. But the last thing I'll just say real quickly as I think about, and I don't, and I don't watch the view every day. So I don't know the, I think the girl's name is Farah, and obviously you no know, Sonny Hostin is on there, but really quickly I did see a clip on there with the two of them kind of going, uh, you know, having this exchange and, and I don't even want to describe it like that because really Sonny was talking. There's a reason why I'm bringing this up. And she's talking and she's trying to make a point. And then, you know, she made a point that I know, at least from my view, felt personal to And She wanted to really quickly address that before Sunny continued. And Sunny wanted to just finish her entire point um, at least so it appeared to me and then let Farah, you know jump in if that's her name and, and and I'm really not trying to butcher that I'm just I, that's what I, I think it is I, I don't watch it every, just because I'm, I'm working obviously the reason why that is important is because I'm seeing all of these different interpretations on Twitter as to how Sunny came off on people by the fact that she kept speaking and the girl couldn't speak and then she's like let me speak but at the same time you're interrupting her to say let me speak and saying you're not speaking but you're interrupting her which is exactly what you know you're talking about and then I've seen other clips with the other girl interrupting Sunny but all of these comments about how Sunny is coming across because it it looks condescending because she wasn't fully engaging with Farah, who is You know trying to get a word in and she's just trying to keep her train of thought she's trying to keep her train of thought and i can tell she's trying to also maintain her composure and not let the emotion of what pharaoh was saying and how she started to increasingly talk to her bother her you know and at the same time i'm sure there's underlying emotions there but my point is is that you know, you can look at that clip and look at other clips and see where Farah is interrupting Sunny. And I know I'm off topic here, but the reason why I'm saying this is that I was talking about the different reasons that play a part in why somebody feels appreciated. And just something like that, where all of a sudden now it's like, oh, she's being too, she's, be, she's bullying her. She's being too aggressive. She's, you know... <laughs> She never said one word to her, at least from the clip that I saw, um, that was aggressive. She just didn't let her interrupt her train of thought. And I don't know what has happened on all the other shows. I can only speak for what I saw. But in that extensive two-minute, however many minutes it was, that's not what I saw. And so when you go to what—and I'm talking about myself here. Obviously, we're off Frank. But when you go to, like, you know, what makes people feel— appreciated is just you know how about not misrepresenting what somebody is or somebody is doing simply because it doesn't jive with how you're feeling that doesn't mean that because you didn't like the way that she allowed you to you didn't like the way that she didn't pause now all of a sudden you know and I'm not saying Farah said this but I'm talking about the comments All of a sudden she's being a bully. She's being offensive. She's getting too high on herself. Like, you know, we have to stop making uh, intelligence and we have to stop making someone who can articulate themselves and make points and not allow themselves to be disrespected while they're doing that be defined as offensive or bullying and the reason and the reason why I'm bringing that I'm going to bring this back to Frank Clark here and what he was saying in OBJ here is because it just seems to be a familiar refrain, you know, with uh, at least how I see and I can speak from my experience. This is my show. Talk about what I want to talk about a familiar refrain with a, a lot of times what you kind of hear associated and workplaces, at least based on my conversations when it comes to how sometimes sometimes uh, black women can get depicted. And I'm not saying there are times where, you know, uh, maybe where, uh, you know, Sonny could have, um, you know, done this or done that. I haven't seen all the episodes. What I do know of Sonny is that that woman is very smart. And she thinks through her points that she wants to make, whether you agree with them or not, And whether, she, whether she's speaking up on Anderson Cooper after the town hall on CNN, whether she has something to say about Don Lemon, whether she has something to say about the various political uh, uh, candidates or, or, or representatives that come on the show. She, at least from my view, she seems very well researched. And and I do like the fact, that's why it's called The View, that they represent multiple views on that show but as to why I'm saying this about me is that though you know when those things get said in the workplace or in the or in the comment sphere on social media you know and then it gets used against you those things take away from your self of appreciation the fact of the matter is that nobody can take um, anyone's accomplishments intellect production or whatever from them you continue to thrive it and that, and it's all about, um, making people feel appreciated, but also heard. And I understand everybody gets the opportunity to be heard, but you can't be saying, well, you're not letting me speak, but you're interrupting at the same time. And then we see other clips out here where you're also interrupting too. And, 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 fair is smart too. You know, she has very strong points that she wants to make and all that other stuff. And that's good. But if you really, really look at least at that clip, in that clip, the one who seemed to be getting overly emotional was Farah. in that clip. So let's not try to, they always don't like you when you don't allow yourself to be manipulated with words and characterizations that don't have nothing to do with the exact moment. We're smart out here in these streets. All women, and you can't talk about. Well, isn't this a show of women? And this is Barbara Walter's legacy, and da 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 da. Well, Sonny Hostin is a woman, too. Sonny Hostin is a woman, too, just like you're a woman, and I respect your opinion. Matter of fact, I don't want to hear everybody's opinion that sounds like mine. I love when people can take hearing different opinions. So, what I so now to bring this back to Frank Clark, there are a variety of things that make One feel appreciated and understood, and having that and having that vibe in that sense is so important to thriving, so that you can be productive, and then that production can turn not only into money for you, but for the people that you work for. Let's stop acting like we don't know what time it is, because we know what time it is, and still gonna know what time it is, because we're gonna be out here thriving. No matter what it is. So, anyways, I do appreciate you. That's a, you know, roundabout way of saying that I understand what Frank Clark was trying to say. This has been another edition of Undefined with Jocena Anderson, hosted by yours truly. And we are out. (music)